Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, brought to you by Ruane Attorneys. The answers you need, the privacy you deserve. Each season tackles a different area of criminal law. Now, to your host, Jay Ruane. Hey there, Jay Ruane again, turning it over to Gerald to continue his discussion on motor vehicle laws in Connecticut. Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. I'm Gerald Lentini, and I defend people, including many of the more than 50,000 people who get pulled over by police every day for traffic violations. On this episode, you might be driving perfectly, or you might be parked and still get hit with these tickets. I'm talking, of course, about non-moving violations. Thanks for joining us. Non-moving violations can come out of nowhere. The last ticket I got was like that. I was driving 65, staying in the far right lane, getting ready to exit the highway when a trooper appeared behind me and turned on his light bar. It turned out that his cruiser had a license plate scanner, and mine showed that I was overdue to renew my registration. It was a great reminder to me that the rules of the road cover more than how you drive. Your vehicle's condition and the paperwork you have to keep on hand and up to date matter as well. Some of the more common examples of non-moving violations that get people into trouble include expired licenses and registration, driving without insurance, and driving with a broken taillight or other vehicle-related issues. While non-moving violations usually don't have much to do with the way you're driving, a few do. Many states consider speeding camera or red light camera tickets non-moving violations, though Connecticut doesn't allow either of those. Many states also consider seatbelt violations to be non-moving. If you're unsure if you've been charged with a non-moving violation, check your ticket or contact an attorney. With most paperwork issues, you should receive a notice from the DMV if a deadline is coming up, like if your license is going to expire shortly or you need an emissions test. Bear in mind these notices will go to the address the DMV has on file, so if you've moved and haven't told them, you need to do that. Try to renew your license before the expiration date, and try to apply for the renewal about four months before it expires. If you miss the expiration date, you can still go to the DMV and renew the license. However, if you allow your license to be expired for over two years, you will be required to retake the driving test in order to renew. There will be a $25 fee for failing to renew your license before the expiration date either way. One of the most serious non-moving violations is driving without insurance. Connecticut takes this violation very seriously because if you get into a car accident, there needs to be protection for any other involved parties. If you're caught driving without insurance, you will have to pay a fine, which generally ranges anywhere from $100 to $1,000, and your license and registration will be suspended by the DMV if you're convicted. A first offender will lose their license for 30 days, and each subsequent offense will cost you your license for six months. If you own an uninsured commercial vehicle, however, you could be looking at felony charges. Before you try to challenge a ticket for operating without insurance, you'll need to get coverage to have any chance of success, and in any case, you'll have to obtain coverage before your license can be restored. A common non-moving violation in Connecticut is driving with the taillight out. This is considered a mechanical and equipment violation. This infraction could result in a warning or a traffic ticket accompanied by a fine. Often, this type of violation can be tricky to avoid because taillights may go out without the driver even realizing. To avoid this, be sure to frequently test out the lights on your vehicle and make sure that they're effective, especially before driving at night, which is when this violation is most easily spotted. Again, to successfully fight a ticket for this offense, you're going to have to fix what's broken. 
As a general rule, non-moving violations are less severe than moving violations, but as I mentioned a minute ago, even some non-moving violations can turn into felony cases. In most cases, you won't face points on your license or other serious consequences if you face a non-moving violation, so sometimes your traffic attorney might negotiate with the prosecution to have a moving violation like a cell phone ticket substituted to a non-moving violation where the state can still fine you, but you don't risk having points assessed. If you're facing a non-moving violation in Connecticut, I hope this podcast helped answer questions you might have, but you can always call our office at 203-925-9200. Please subscribe to this podcast and tune in next time when I'll discuss what to expect at a DMV hearing. Until then, I'm Gerald Lentini. Thanks again for listening and drive safe. If you or a loved one needs the advice of a criminal defense or civil rights attorney, the lawyers at Ruane Attorneys are here to help you out. Ruane Attorneys handles all types of criminal cases, from juvenile court to motor vehicle court to every criminal court in the state. And even better, Ruane Attorneys offers a free consultation for anyone facing a criminal charge. If you or someone you love needs advice from a lawyer, have them reach out to Ruane Attorneys at ruaneattorneys.com or call or text 203 925-9200. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. For more information or to get a free consultation for your criminal law questions, visit us at ruaneattorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200.